Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Ugh. couple of months this podcast ain't for you if you thought this time we were actually going to be consistent this podcast ain't for you and it don't matter because either way if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as mimi this this podcast podcast ain't ain't for for you you. welcome back hello hey guys hi uh welcome to you madness i the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week and it's your boy Chuck and Jordan, and yeah, man, welcome back. We're we're actually here. Yeah, the delay that usually is in between those two things, it's not there because yeah, we're man. in person. We're we're actually in person. We're actually you know we outside, so why not? Yeah, actually recording person like actual human beings and shit. We both vaxed vaxed up. Yeah, man, big uh, Pfizer gang out here. You know what I'm saying? I throw my peas up when anybody asks me. Team Moderna. Yeah, man. You got to rep your set, you know, <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna, uh, what's the other one? The weak one? Well, we don't talk about that yeah. one. The Johnson we Johnson. We don't recognize that yeah. Johnson Johnson. Yeah, uh, if you got that, you might you might be dead. <laughs> this podcast won't do you anyway, so <laughs> tough shit. Uh, yeah, man, It's it's been a, a few interesting, I guess, how long has it been? Months? Months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last time we, we were discussing with you guys... Uh, Shit, I just got back from, what was that, New Bronzeville and shit, and, uh, you know, adjusting back to being home, and then fucked around and got our whole house renovated. <laughs> and so, between the mix of all of that, we got, like, new floors, and we got light fixtures up and shit. We just ain't have time to record. So, sorry. Not really, but a little bit. I'm sorry, y'all. That smoke alarm beat perfectly. If y'all hear that smoke alarm, I don't know what to tell you. I've bitched about it twice now. Look, uh, the house is still, you know, getting improvements. And for some reason, we have a smoke detector that likes to beep. It's a new battery installed. And it is, like, hardwired into the house. I'm not understanding. But this house was built in 97. So, hopefully our voice just carries over those stupid-ass beeps. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping. One good Jordan cook up. And we'll be good. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, had to turn my game back down. Yeah. Forgot what it was like to talk about things in person. Exactly. Yeah, man, we're we're not in. Uh, at first, we had like an office. I had an office set up, but now I just combine my office and my media room together. So eventually, I have a, a grander scheme for us to record and actually be in person and relax. But right now, we kind of crammed up. I'm in an office chair in Jordan in my shitty leather pleather seat. Staring at a whole bunch of eagle shit. You gotta fly high, man. If you don't <laughs> look, that's the point of media spaces and man caves. You gotta rep your set. And my set, my my teams are, you know, the Eagles and the Tigers. So go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you gotta look at Randall Cunningham and you know some pennant pennant striped shits, and you know it'll be okay. You'll be all right. Okay. Well, where to begin? <laughs> We're missing two months of information. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of bullshit that's been going on. Let's start with this. I would, boy. 
boy. Folks <laughs> don't remember how to put their phones on silent. No, my shit on silent, but I, I got the Apple ecosystem, and that shit just ring through everything. I can't shut up uh, my Mac, I don't think. Um. So, start that over again. Oh, well, so, to begin with, now that we are vaxxed and Abbott said, fuck the masks, regardless of what the CDC says, folks back outside, so what are, what are you excited about doing with or without a mask? Uh, it was, it's just good to walk into a grocery store and, and breathe regular oxygen. I got tired of breathing my own breath. That shit was frustrating. Uh, I concerts actually factually uh let's discuss this live on the pod uh one of our homegirls wants to go to a day in vegas in vegas in november and that that festival is like every artist i could ever dream of seeing live so you might actually convince me to go to vegas with that that would be my third invite to vegas this year because apparently that's the only place to go vegas and tulum here's the kicker Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they do have a payment plan. So you, <laughs> I think it's like $100 down and then $100 full payments of 100 because I think the tickets are $400. But the, the the real part about it is the 400 is the 400 It's the commitment. <laughs> the eight-month prior commitment. Well, the, well five-month. I don't even care about that. My thing is, once when you get out there to a festival like that in Las Vegas where all the prices are already hiked, and once when these tickets go on sale, the Airbnbs are going to go up, the hotels are going to go up, everything's going to be spiked. How in the fuck you get to and from? Because I've seen regular festivals in the DFW area, and the uh, Uber prices are stupid. <laughs> don't let it be a festival when outside just open back up. You got people like Kendrick Lamar, uh, Tyler, the creator, it, literally any artist you can damn near think of is a part of this three-day festival. So just imagine. And I'm already knowing I'm going to be on the best drugs possible. Like, the top notch. Yeah, and the security situation just don't sit right with my soul. And last time there was a festival in Vegas, niggas got shot. So, you got to think about that, too. But this is going to be at the festival park, fair park, or some shit. Yeah, and like you said, what's the what's the transportation situation, the logistics? Because if anything I've learned, I've gotten very comfortable with sitting at my house. Mm-mm. No, it's time to get out. Well, you've been at the house. I've been working. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm still, now I'm 100% remote with my job. So, yeah, man, I, I need to get out and see people and explore people. You know I'm, I'm tired saying? of people, and I'm tired of arguing people about masks. And yeah. I've still been wearing masks going places because I just don't feel comfortable yet. Not necessarily about the virus spreading. I just don't feel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, now I feel self-conscious without it. I'm to the point where I'm looking people in their face. I'm looking random motherfucking strangers in their shit. How you doing, sir? <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the regular world. <laughs> and it, it, the numbers are dropping, man. It, I, as of now, I think it's like a. Uh, a personal preference, you know, mass should be, uh, you know, uh, optional more so on leaning towards the side of where the motherfucker, but if well, you're vaccinated, and let you me, feel- um, let me preface that by saying okay. the CDC hasn't told you to get rid of them yet. So you walk into any healthcare space, it will still be required. The CDC don't never know what the fuck going on. Oh, okay. We, we listen to Dr. Fauci and every once in a while he changes mind. Okay. Uh, well. but no, but 
all fairness, wear your mask. Uh, I'm just being a little reckless, but I live my life reckless. So, you know, you got to live on that edge, fam. Yeah. I'm not so paranoid about getting it anymore. I just don't like walking in places without it now. Not yet. Yeah. You 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 have your you know you should have your own time to to you know warm back up to outside being open. But I'm telling you right now, come November, I think it's like November 11th. It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday! <laughs> Take your ass to Vegas and celebrate, fam. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm outside. I'm I'm living my best life. I'm going to Orlando uh, mid-July. Me and my wife still haven't celebrated our anniversary. We've got to do that at some point in time. Uh, so, yeah. And, kicker, I'm getting a new car, and I get a week off in July. So, I'm just going to be driving around the DFW area for the pure <laughs> fuck of it. I'm really not a... a Hello. Hi, it's me. This is my new car. Hello. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm not a social media flexor, but I bet y'all going to see me on everything <laughs> when I get this motherfucking <laughs> car. Uh, I need With to a look. vanity plate, fuck my life. I'm getting a van. I think. I think so. You, you, a little backstory. Me and Jordan, you know, she knows about the car I want. Uh, we've talked about that on here. We've talked about the vanity plate. Yes, I get Snapchats of vanity plates on a weekly basis. Yes. Okay. So if you're listening right now, what's wrong with a vanity plate? Like, I, if you get what I've learned w- with this process of this Tesla, is Luxury cars <laughs> require luxury shit. Mm-hmm. Insurance is high as fuck. I that never correlated until I was talking to my insurance rep. She was like, "Yeah, you like you like riding in something expensive. If you hit somebody, they think you got money. You gotta up your insurance." I was like, "Motherfucker, you right? That shit's stupid." Car payments are more, of course. So if you if you're spending this much on a car, why not flex with a plate? Did you paying fifty extra dollars for? I think because it's just corny. George. Why is the same concept of putting a bumper sticker on it? Why, when you have this nice luxury item, would you make it look less than with something like that? You can, you can. I'll put a little magnet eagle eagle thing on the back of the car. No, don't do I that either. I would, yeah, you know, I'm I'm saying I wouldn't because I'm not that type of person. I'll put bumper car shit on shit if I knew. Back in 2014, when I got my first new car, I would have got Vanity Plates in. Like, I just think that's a nice little cool expression. My mom has Vanity Plates. She has a nice car. Okay. I'm just saying, man, you, you got to. They just I'm not look a, cheesy. They look like, oh, you're that guy. Okay. That guy saying, it's not even going to be, I was going to get Chuckler. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to get Chuckler. I think I'm just going to get my last name, Rigsby. Okay. So, it, if it's words, at least it's, you know, it's, we got Rigsby all over this motherfucking house. We're looking at a big-ass R in my media room right now. Just big-ass painted R. Uh, it's Rigsby on our front door. Why not just put it on the, my car's ass? You feel like? Mm-hmm. Feel okay. Me? Sure. Let me flex. Don't take no pictures in my shit, neither, then. You flexing with the car. What do you need to flex with? The, the license plate is not a flex. You just said it's $50. <laughs> I'm confused. Hey, man. Let me rock, bro. <laughs> this is my dream shit. I've been wanting this car for years. <laughs> so if if I get if I can I'm right there at the finish line. If I can finish this shit up, I'm getting them plates. Just out of pure <laughs> insanity, Tesla puts me through to get a car. They do not want a regular motherfucker in their shit. I can tell you that right now. 
They want Silicon Valley ass Austin, Texas cracker crackers and they shit. <laughs> and to be a Negro driving in a Tesla is it, it's hard. <laughs> God damn it. So <laughs> if I wanted the Cadillac, they would have handed that shit over to me for free. But since I want a fucking Tesla, they want to be on my neck. Well, for me, I have had a goal for like the last, I think maybe five years now that I think I'm going to make happen. And that was to travel by myself. But okay. I got to put my ducks in a row and make sure I come back yeah. <laughs> alive. Um, but that was something I was really working on. And now I finally got the job with the schedule that makes sense for it. And I would have done it on my birthday last year, but pandemic... And now I don't really have to wait and have only like a trip or two trips a year. I think as soon as I get back from this next one, I'm going to start planning that. And then I don't know. I'm, I'm happy for you. You live your dream. You see, I ain't shitting on your dream, boy. <laughs> you see how but I just here's the point, though. I can say whatever. You? It doesn't matter. You're still going to do what you want to do. You got damn right I am. I'm going to do exactly, exactly. Uh but no, nah, where where do you want to go? Where do you want to be snatched up at? <laughs> tell me where we got to send this search and rescue um, team. <laughs> a beach and probably somewhere where my my highest risk is a cartel. <laughs> okay, so we think in Mexico. I was thinking you I'm should thinking go more like Asian cartel. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of chop on them. You should really take your ass to like Jamaica and get your shit blew the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> they jump on your motherfucking ass before you step off the plane. <laughs> the, the pilot calling the motherfuckers down there as he landed. Hey, we got one for y'all, dog. <laughs> Don't look like it's in my water. Just make sure you know meet her at the airport. <laughs> we Gate might have some fresh meat on flight 227. <laughs> Coming in from DFW, I'm just letting you know. Oh yeah, it was a connection from Houston. Yeah, that one, <laughs> that one. We're arriving on time. Lord have mercy. Double checker at baggage claim, but I think you might be good. How Jordan got a groove back? <laughs> <laughs> I get a call from Jordan. Hey, Mon, can you call? <laughs> can you pick me up from the airport? No, 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 no. I would absolutely no, no. be that white person to just absolutely come back and fully appropriate entire culture. Dreads come back with everything. dreads, yeah, a sarapi. Oh boy. Oh man, I'd be so I would have got high for the first time. I bet the fuck you would have two or three times over. Apparently with with my trip with Jamaica, uh, our party was living their best life out there. So hey bro, they out there for you. You can go to Jamaica, Antigua. Oh, I want to meet you in Aruba. I have always wanted to go to St. Lucia or go. Turks and Caicos, but I wasn't thinking Caribbean, but that that's a possibility. I'm just trying to I'm trying to get you back on the path of uh, thought shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Meg Thee Stallion. <laughs> Hands on my knees, shake your ass on my thought shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need you to get to thought shit ASAP. I already got one friend that be in and out of thought shit, and sometimes it's fun, sometimes it ain't. Jordan thought shit is more fun. Get back on it. <laughs> I need thought friends in my life. <laughs> I got to live vicariously through people and shit. I'm like, damn, you did what? That's crazy. <laughs> Shut up, Charlie, as I'm patting her to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, update on my baby. Um, that, little, that little asshole is one now. Um, she is walking and has 100% of her agency. She knows exactly what the fuck she be doing. 
She know how to hand me shit. She gave me a beer earlier. She brought you a backpack with yeah, she liquor brought in me it. A backpack. Uh, Diva gave her a beer. I was like, give it to daddy. And she just nah, 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 <laughs> bow-legged walked it to me. She says, thank you. But she said, tanto. <laughs> she, she be trying. So I'm happy for my baby. Uh, June 9th was her first birthday. And it was just a celebration. I killed my kid. Uh, kind of a little bit, you know, a celebration of her life, but more, more so. I didn't roll her over, throw her up too high. She hit her head on the ceiling fan. You know, dad shit. So, fed her a uh, peanut and she blew the fuck up. You know, scary shit like that. <laughs> well, moving along. Yeah. Um. So, we just didn't even really know where to start. Because <laughs> um, yeah. a lot has happened. Um. What's this Adult Swim situation? All right. Since this is a uh, podcast about memes and shit, uh, we, we got to kind of discuss the... It, it's so chill and laid back. I really need to find a video or two to show you. Uh, so, you know Adult Swim, right? Mm-hmm. It's the uh, after-hour show on Cartoon Network. Uh, shows adult cartoons, Brick and Morty, Robot Chicken. list goes on. I watch it every night. It's my shit. Uh, in between... Uh, the uh, shows during the commercials, Adult Swim kind of plug like their own little commercial. And it's typically like either a scene where just like Adult Swim hidden, like in like a Russian River or City or whatever the fuck. It'll just be like a little AS somewhere. You just either find it or you just enjoy it for the little 10 second spot they have. Uh, and other times they'll do the same concept, but it's like they're giving advice or like little tidbits, like. If life sucks, just know somebody life sucks worse. And it's just people doing tedious. Yeah, they're just like title cards, right? It's been a mess. I watched Adult Swim. Sometime, or somehow, some way, TikTok got a hold of this (laughs) and just start doing their own Adult Swim plugs. (laughs) So it's just like either random shit that they're doing and then at the end they'll make the Adult Swim like creative and somehow, somehow, Mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah, everybody's just taking their creativity, but then Black Twitter got a hold of it. <laughs> and typically, Black Twitter goes like ratchet, but this time we got real artistic with it. And it's just everybody's just doing amazing, dope concepts with a fucking commercial. So it's people giving advice, it's people just saying silly shit, it's people doing uh, digital shit and making themselves disappear and reappear. Anything you can really think of, people are doing it. I just wanna, wanted to give a little quick appreciation and shout out because here we are a year later still praising tiktok yeah man tiktok has really got me through the pandemic <laughs> tiktok and youtube without that i think i would definitely would have stabbed somebody shit probably my baby mama somebody would have had to get stabbed but we made it through <laughs> thank baby you TikTok. mama i um still don't have tiktok but i have um old folk tiktok i have the facebook of tiktok which is instagram and so everybody posts their TikToks to their reels now on Instagram. So after the fact, so I catch on the trends like a month and a half too late. And I kept seeing this one trend that kept popping up. And I was like, what? I don't understand what's happening. And I think it's the Pornhub intro or some sort of a porn intro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, doom, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, something. Like symbols in the back. And they'll just play it just to see if the person will turn around. Oh, <laughs> interesting. It 
took me a good minute to figure out what was happening because they kept just it would just play this one little two second clip mm-hmm. and then a person would look up and the person who was playing it would like freak out and I couldn't understand what was happening yes yeah definitely the Pornhub intro <laughs> uh, yeah that, that, how do you not know that See, Jordan got to get a groove back, y'all. How you don't know the fucking Pornhub intro? I don't even use Pornhub, bro, and I know that one. Apologies. I told you I had a sneeze earlier. Finally came out. Um, But yeah, that one was funny. Um, Also, what's been popping up, and as I was reading more into it, it's been around since late last year, and it's this the concept of shifting. Okay. You know anything about this? No, do tell. Because it popped up multiple times. So I was like, am I late to something? And I, yes, technically. But I don't know anyone else that's talked about it. And when I bring it up with other people, they don't know what I'm talking about. But it's the concept of shifting realities and like forcing yourself into a more intense version of a lucid dream. But people that believe in shifting, because that's where I got real deep into these TikToks, <laughs> believe that they are shifting to a different reality and now that there's these cia documents about astral projection being a real thing and other universes being real they're like yeah we told you so because we've been shifting to them or vice versa or they happen at the same time i still haven't been able to figure out a timeline all right all right jordan let me put my nerd hat on real quick because we we discussed the i thought i did or maybe i put in the notes that i want to discuss the alternate reality theory right that we've all done that i think that's a part of that uh, that people go through traumatic events, maybe that's a part of shifting as well, or maybe shifting is its own thing altogether, uh, which sounds cool. I've always heard about uh, astral projection and shit because of the podcast, uh, last podcast on left. Uh, they talk about it all the time. So, why people been doing this shit forever, fam? I think we just now catching up. Um, I'd like to shift to another reality. Yeah, so. <clears throat> There is a, like, therapeutic term for probably the state that people are shifting, quote-unquote, into. Oh, and I'm trying to look it up because I just read it. How do you get there? The Matrix? You got to take the red pill, the blue pill? A lot of the descriptions of it are, like, guided meditation. Okay. But with a script. Because the idea is... um, you got to put in the cheat so code. The, 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 this is how you know white people, it was them first. Um, because it started around this hashtag of Draco Malfoy. Oh, okay. And people were <laughs> shifting into realities where they were dating Draco Malfoy <laughs> or into Hogwarts in and of itself. I really think it started as a joke and then it just got real weird and then like 14 and 15 year olds got a hold of it and they were like, no, it's a real thing because they, people who do it regularly, like they, the articles I read were quoting like 15, 17, 18 year olds, um, claim it is one of their pastimes or typical habits. Jordan, hold on, (laughs) wait, wait, you just explained imagination. (laughs) Bruh, this is nothing but kids finding out what imagination was. You mean to tell me the internet killed imagination and we had to rediscover that shit? So the quote is, uh, Grace Warwick is a therapist with expertise in anomalous experiences. 
she says that this isn't lucid dreaming, but it's instead something called a transliminal experience. Transliminal experiences occur when awake and are most common when the mind is in a soothed state, for example, upon waking and before falling asleep. Because the instructions are typically you need to be about half asleep. And there's a style called the raven where you lay down starfish in like a dark room. <clears throat> and then there was another one. I can't remember what it's called, but you like count backwards slowly or listen to music that's really calming and soothing and repetitive and blah, blah, blah. So that's when I was reading it, I was like, this shit looks like meditation. Am I tripping? Uh, imagination got a rebrand, y'all. That's all this is. So in now, an I'm interesting, with it. I, I want to ima- <laughs> do extreme imagination. Let's an do it. An interesting aspect of the technique since the central part that a prepared script plays, I would liken the role of the script to creating a guided meditation or working with active imagination. Okay. Okay. I jumped a, I jumped the curve a little bit. But I had to I had to discuss it because I discussed it with my spiritual witchy coworker today and she was all about it. Like I could see the gears turning in her head where she was like, I gotta go home and try this shit. But she was also kinda like some on some like, I'm a little nervous. I may not <laughs> fuck around with that. <laughs> you know, you know what you know what new friend I need? I need to draft a witchy friend. Now I got all kinds of friends in my life, but I ain't never had a witchy friend. I don't need no uh, astrological friend. I don't care about the horoscopes and shit. I need a motherfucker that find the rocks. And Has know an where altar. The, yeah, does the ayahuasca and shit. I need one oh, of them okay. motherfuckers. That's a different type. If you one of them motherfuckers that like rocks and ayahuasca, <laughs> hit me the fuck up. <laughs> it, it's time we connect. Because I, I need to... I'm getting tired of this version of life. My, this life is amazing. I'm <laughs> fucking with it. I love it. But it, this, let's level up. Am I hearing a proposition to start microdosing? Is that what we're... No, I ain't got time for okay. microdosing because that's a lot of time and commitment. Mm-hmm. I just need to just hit hit the balls just to the wall. For just... an application for a spiritual... Yes, a shaman. I need to find a shaman. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, if you a shaman... <laughs> hit me the fuck up, <laughs> I, I got questions that need answering now. <laughs> It's time to get this third eye open, fam. It be peeking every once in a while. It's time to get it up. <laughs> I felt like we needed a, a moment of silence <laughs> yeah, for man. realization. Hum, <laughs> head ass. I'm, I'm, hey. I bet you could hum your ass off, Boy, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. You I could got put the a little, baritone for that. Yeah, put a little harmonizing in that shit. <laughs> Let me fuck around. I'm going to do extreme imagination skills and I'm going to astral project <laughs> to find my shaman. <laughs> To come knock on my motherfucking dough. Manifestation. Yeah, man. Hashtag. Yeah, man. I'm out here. You just you just sparked my this whole shit. Don't be surprised next week. I'm here for it. Welcome to you, mad it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the show where we discuss. I'm I'm gonna shift this shit the fuck up. Jordan gonna be shook. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. I'm coming back like Martin Payne on that episode. <laughs> we left Gina ass. <laughs> I time, can't. I cannot. It's time to reinvent Chuck, y'all. He's 31 for the hit different. So sorry for the earplug because <laughs> we're not quite sure how to record in person again. I'm clipping like crazy. I can see it. I tried to turn. My, I've been turning my game down this whole time. I'm sorry, oh, but shit. that shit was funny. We we gonna get that right. Um, I'm clipping for me too. So. 
All right, yeah. well, <laughs> I feel like I'm in an altered state of mind. I yeah. don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. We we are getting it, fam. What else we got on the docket? So, speaking of universes shifting, yeah. since the last time we talked, actually, I can't remember if it's happened since the last time we talked, but we're going to talk about it anyway, because more has happened since then, for mm-hmm. sure. Kim filed for divorce. Yes. Yes. Uh, in our Kanye corner, because of what's a <laughs> podcast without us talking about uh, my guy. With a K, yeah. still. Yes. Uh, he, he's finally out the sunken place, I think. It seems like he... He's getting some kind of common sense. Somebody is in, in, in his somebody is in his ear because he unfollowed all of them on social media, right? Sure. Yeah, I uh, seen that headline somewhere, so we know that's true. Uh, <laughs> so, so good for him. Somewhere in one of my realities. Yeah, in one of my realities, <laughs> I know that shit happened. Uh, wait, sidebar. This just came up in my head. Back to reality shit for a second. Uh, you know how you can be talking to somebody and you'd be like, I don't remember that, or I didn't say that. Maybe you was just in another reality for that moment, and you came back to their reality. So you don't remember that at all? Yeah. So you just went there for it. Which, I mean, is the reverse of deja vu, where you already saw this in a different yeah. reality. Because uh-huh. it's, you already experienced this, but the the, rea- <laughs> the turnout was different. Mind exploded. <laughs> we shifted the podcast to talk about <laughs> just different shit. Yeah. Fuck Hit these us up memes. on social media if you would like a guided meditation into yes, your shifting. For two vastly inexperienced motherfuckers. <laughs> I can't even we'll do meditate. What the fuck we can. I have Crystal shot before and he's spent some time in a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, we got man. you. Yeah, man. We, we're experts now. <laughs> that quick. But yeah, back to uh, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's good to, to see him happy. If this is what makes him happy, good. You saw he's already dating, right? Kanye been dating since he was with Kim, apparently. He yeah, that's fucking true. with strippers. But he he's well, on these bitches. But he's being serious with this one, supposedly. Oh. Serious but not serious. They're keeping it casual. They both have things to focus on. She lives in New York. He lives in L.A. She focus on stripping? No, she oh, is the you. ex of Bradley Cooper. She is a model, and she has modeled for Yeezy before. And he dropped her name in a song. Oh, um, he's apparently been obsessed with her for a very long time, which he kind of did the same thing with Kim for a very long time. I'm going to say, I bet you kind of look like Kim. So someone said Trump finally hooked the brother up with his mail order bride <laughs> connection. <laughs> um, the picture I saw of her, I don't think was a great picture. Her name is Arena Shake. Hell of a name. Um, Arena Shake, dead ass. <laughs> Yeah, her picture on Wikipedia could use an update. I'm not going to lie. Trying to see, yeah, seeing other pictures of her. Someone didn't have to do all that. But yeah, she was, um, they were just, they just went to France together. That's when everybody was like, oh, Mm. so we might be serious about this one. But she's super focused on her daughter and she lives in New York. He wants to stay where all his kids are in L.A. Mm -hmm. Kim knows about the relationship. She's not tripping about it, supposedly. Of course she isn't because she can have any motherfucker she wants. Kim walk through this door right now. I don't want to date her, but I got to. It's, <laughs> it's a part of the it's a part of the the contract apparently. The Christian Dior denim flow from the mm. Good Music days. Remember yeah, yeah. those? <laughs> oh yeah, Good Fridays, man. <laughs> good time. Uh, 2010. It was a great time in life. 
but yeah that was she was modeling for easy back then he put her in the song whatever they've been knowing each other for a very long time professionally which is how he knew kim too mm. she has a four-year-old with bradley cooper that is the extent of my knowledge <laughs> uh i hey man they have separated i don't think they're getting back together i really the fuck hope not i'm i'm tired of the kardashians in every shape form or facet my wife has some fucking skims and it's pink. She looked like the fucking Pink Panther walking around. <laughs> she has the slides too. It's head to toe. Her family got it for Nurse Appreciation Week or some shit. It was better than the Moo Moo, so I'm not going to complain. Oh, you talking about the fuzzy shits? Yeah. <laughs> the shit she put all over her car. The bitch had a nerve for promotion to put <laughs> fuzzy skims shits. on the exterior and interior of a car. Mm-hmm. Funny and smart because I'm talking about it, but who in their right mind took their time how much did she pay for that pimp my ride had to come do that like it, that couldn't have just been a regular detail she got um exhibit out of retirement exactly this exhibit we come to pimp her ride like did i'm we not heard you like fuzz <laughs> so we made your entire car she can't even drive that outside like she probably can't even drive she probably can't so we heard you like polar bears. <laughs> we t- we turned your RAV4 into a polar bear. It t- and it wasn't even, I don't think it was, it might have been like a Range Rover or something. It wasn't even like extravagant mm-hmm. for, to her standards, I'm sure. But What's funny is Skim started as like a shapewear thing, but with the pandemic, yet again, listen, you can talk shit all you want to, but these motherfuckers know business. Yeah. Because that's when she really pushed for the comfort line, and they have been making money. I've been thinking about getting some skins my damn self. Get it, fam. You're going to look like a pink panther, too, motherfucker, or whatever <laughs> color it's going to be. I'm going to look like a goddamn <laughs> grizzly bear. Whatever color it is, just imagine that version of something. <laughs> and that's what you're going to be. Uh, but apparently it's hella comfortable and she like it. So I'm going to buy more. It, it's better than Moo's, So I don't care. Yeah. Big anti Moo campaign yeah. over here. Yeah, man. I burn the motherfuckers in real life. <laughs> we done got in arguments over that shit. Uh, I like a good robe. Robes are fine. Robes are fine because you can have, you know, you know, something, you know, bra, panties, whatever. You cover up. <laughs> But it's the moon for you me. You can still have brown panty under a moo moo. No, but it's something about. <laughs> it's just something about the fucking moo moos. I'm gonna shame her so she don't never wear it again. <laughs> so no, but she took some moo moos from my aunt, right? And those just put me in a different mind frame. Like I'm looking at my great aunt. Like it just fucked up my head. And then she had other ones, just like Walmart or whatever. You know, just like little long shirts, basically. And it just felt like I was in the bed with fucking. I don't know. Like a auntie or grandma. Like <laughs> All right, not so, my wife. No, I don't even want to start this conversation. No, nah, let's go. We here. We here. Where do you land on the bonnet debate? Oh, I don't I don't care. Uh when it came to Monique, I feel like there are two sides of this reality. Haha, <laughs> uh fucking you have the people who, who think life is nothing but like point A, point B, like sticklers who, who don't bend the rules and there are people who live their fucking life. You got the Gen Xers and up versus the millennials and down, basically. So uh, I think millennials and down, why the fuck does it matter if you're wearing a bonnet, if you're going on an airplane, if anything but where the dress is casual, like why can't I wear my do-rag literally anywhere I go but a woman can't wear this equivalent 
just a, a, a more relaxed version. I, I think, you know, it's your body. Do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to look like Boo Boo the Fool, look like <laughs> Boo Boo the Fool. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't really care. I definitely have, like, the Southern lady upbringing of, like, you need to fix yourself before you leave the house. But I don't do that shit. Yeah. Like the idea of you should have on clothes, your hair and your makeup should be done no matter where you're going. When you step out the door, you should look like you put in an effort. And I feel that. But like also, it's not that big of a deal for me to sit here and be like, I hate bitches that wear bonnets. Well, let's not act like Monique is always just being this, this queen, elegant queen. Did I say queen twice? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I meant that shit. Uh, that's just been, you know, parading around. Monique was at one point in time some ratchet quote quote art that's the uh, image she put out as somebody who don't give a fuck ratchet do whatever whatever so just because you've aged and experienced more shit you like 45 50 or 50 55 60 let these young kids do what the fuck they want don't sit there and and bash them man that that should be driving me i hate kids with a passion i hate young 20 somethings but i'm not going like you shouldn't be out here Doing hands keg stands. I wish I can do a keg stand. <laughs> Enjoy that shit. Just keep that dumb shit over yonder. Don't bring that dumb shit right by me. Cause I'm gonna react. But go do dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. How dare she? Yeah. So anyway, split off from that. Circle all the way back around. Do you want to hear music from Kanye now, or do you want to wait? No, nah, I need breakup, Kanye. Okay. Because uh, if, if we give him more time to heal, he's going to get back to gospel. <laughs> and even though, you know, if he does God's work via gospel, that it's fine. But I know he got some 808s hard hitting. <laughs> uh, I was listening to the song the other day. Uh, we was talking about killing you. I thought about killing you. <laughs> it was like, I love myself. <laughs> I, and I love me more than I love you. And I thought about killing me. So best believe I thought about <laughs> killing you. I need some of that from Kanye. <laughs> Your ass cheeks are fake, bitch. You got them inflated. I don't know why we met. We never should have dated. I'm trying to hear that type of shit. You know who's going to be having playdates now? A little um, little Amber Rose's kid. Now it's going to be Amber Rose, uh, Black China, and Kim playdating. <laughs> and talking shit. Oh, man. The sad ass. But what is Black China gonna do? Talk shit about her brother to her? She ain't gonna be able to do that. But then she can talk shit about Tyga. It's a hell of a hell of a life they live. Black China should just talk shit about herself. Damn. (laughs) And just leave it, leave it to Beaver head ass. Don't don't come for nobody else so you get yourself together, Queen. I've been bringing head ass back here recently. I thought it's in like an ironic manner. So like, I don't even know if people really get how I'm saying it, but it's funny to me. How do you feel about per? Per. It's the new period. And that's on per. (laughs) So we didn't short that. We, I'm not a part of this. (laughs) Not in this reality. Yeah, not in this reality. Maybe in the other one. Uh, They didn't shorten it. From period to per. Mm-hmm. Per. Oh, uh, I ain't I ain't caught that one yet. Diva typically on top of that shit. Yeah. I like I like thinking about it. I don't think that's how people do it, but when I say it, I'm trying to say it ironically, but eventually I'm gonna be saying it seriously. And the only way I like to say it is if I can flip my hands down like two kitty cat paws. Oh my god. Per. And that's on per. <laughs> I just caught on to Nassau Mary had a little lamb and they just shifted it from there. <laughs> I can't keep up with these queens, man. <laughs> I need to get on top of the wave. 
They know all the dope shit. Oh man. What you listening to right now? Uh I'm listening to uh J. Cole's album at least once a day. I'm still listening to uh YB and Cornet. It's one of my favorite artists. Uh what else did I listen to? Because I just had to drive to Texas Canada yesterday for a little day trip. Um I don't know. I mean I've been Who are you listening to, <laughs> Um, I'm fucking with this Olivia Rodrigo shit, and that's not really my shit. That bitch made some hits. Um, and TikTok put me on Ash Nico. You've heard pieces of her songs a million times, but haven't mm-hmm. heard the full songs. Um, but she's a little anime bitch, and I fuck with her. Okay. And she's very... Um, how do I put this? Like... Rico Nasty, if she's saying. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, we're going to go with that. And I still maintain Rico Nasty sounds like Lil, if from Phil and Lil, when she grows up. <laughs> That's how she would rap. <laughs> yeah, man, my, my music has been lacking. Typically, I'm on top of my shit, but uh, I've just been in my J. Cole bag, and I really don't do that much commuting. Uh, my car's been out for like two weeks, so I really haven't been much, doing much driving either. If I'm driving, I'm in my wife's car, and that's a piece of shit, and she can't connect to music. So I've just been thinking a lot. <laughs> got that old tape deck aux cord. Yeah, <laughs> bro, damn near. Uh, it got the little hole to put the aux cord in, but we ain't have no aux cord. <laughs> and I ain't feel like putting any effort into a car. I don't even want to put gas in the motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. And the last two weeks, I was doing a lot of family shit. My sister was in town. Um, and then the birthday party. So next week I'll do better. So little baby segue from the Kardashians, just a slight shift. Okay. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you, have you followed? Do you care? Have you even seen who Scott Disick is now dating? I have no idea. So it's the daughter of a real housewife. She is a model, but that's really her claim to frame. Her name is Amelia Gray. It's Lisa Renna's daughter, if you care. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, she's 20. Scott Disick is, what, 40? Something. Okay. And it is hard to watch <laughs> the two of them interact. Because for one, no one's really sure when they started dating, because it could have been when she was 18. <clears throat> and I know this dynamic happens a lot, but like we watched her grow up on screen and we've mm-hmm. watched him be a shitty adult his entire life and like a scumbag. And he's had his redeeming moments in the last couple of years where I used to be super anti Scott. And then I kind of was like, Scott's the best part about the Kar- Kardashians. And now I'm back on like, Ugh, I don't know how to feel like it makes me there's they posted their first like video together where she posted for her birthday he bought her this like iced out necklace mm-hmm. and they like kiss and it, it really made me especially because he has dyed all his hair blonde again so they're in like a darkened restaurant so he looks like a silver fox he looks mm. like all gray and so them kissing just like I don't know I just couldn't wrap my brain around it also she kind of looks like Kendall Jenner and mm. it's just a, a whole convoluted ball of ew. So there's nothing wrong with 40 dating 18. It's just them two. I don't really like it. I don't think it makes sense. I'm... Technically, now, that's on, a consenting on. age. Hold on. Now, 
No, keep going. I'll keep going. Keep going. Keep I mean, going. I don't like it. If you think about it, when you were 20, they were one. Not even. you. When you were 23, they were two. Mm-hmm. That type of shit. But, I mean, if they were... 40 and 60, I wouldn't look at it as crazy. If they were 30 now, and 50, I wouldn't look at it as crazy. Now, at one point in time, uh, we were we were young lads uh, at a house party, and you you we was we was underage drinking at a house, and you you was talking to somebody around 35, 36, and you who was 35? Which party? Did you not go to Grady T? <laughs> was not 35 How at that time. It? He was like 25. Okay. <laughs> All right, let you tell it. I remember 35. I don't In my reality, 35. motherfucker, <laughs> he was 35. Now, I don't And wasn't nobody looking out for me neither. Let me walk all the way to Green <laughs> We showed the fuck did <laughs> We showed the fuck did We are shit team. That was I mean, before was that was really Very respectable. People. We just walked and talked and we walked and talked and came back. Now, if you was in Jamaica... Different story. <laughs> Different story. Uh, I think that was also that was my first night ever having brown liquor, and I drank it while playing my first game of flip cup ever. That mm. was a very pivotal moment in my life. Hey man, you never get those days. You never <laughs> get your first flip cup, and then goddamn Hennessy will fuck you up any day. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't think it's. I think it just has to be done properly. Like I think there's a a good way. Like you can R Kelly it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just manipulate women. But if you just so happen to like be an advanced sugar daddy, like, and you just say, well, fuck it. Let's just start dating. It's just one of those things where it's like, what could you possibly be getting out of it? Yeah. It, you know it, what I'm saying? There are complexes are definitely being fed on both. Ends. Yes. I'm not going to sit there and say like, oh, it could be 100% straightforward. No, both of, both of them have some shit they need to go to therapy about more more than likely. But mm-hmm. it could I think it could be functional. I think you can make that shit crack. If I'm fifty and I fuck around and get a divorce, shit, how old would Charlie be? Yeah. I, I might fuck around and find somebody So one of her peers. Yeah. It would be who you'd be dating. But I I I ooh, I can't even say that. <laughs> this shit might loop back around. But there it, it is <laughs> there are people around that date that are my mom's age that date people my age. But so a twenty, a thirty year old and an eighteen year old are two very you're saying, different you're saying teen, uh, types teen of maturities. Mm-hmm. Like the twenties, the twenties are, are once real you pivotal. Late twenties, yeah. age really is just a construct, yeah. and like how you feel in your mind. But there really are some things that literally biologically are still happening from eighteen to twenty three. Mm-hmm. That, and then of course because biologically, then also psychologically or psychologically are still happening. That just feels a little skeevy. Yeah. But you know, do your thing. Like I said, at the end of the day, you are still a grown consenting adult. So what can I say? Her parents know about it. They're cool with it. Yeah. Not that they have an opinion about it because she is grown. grown. It's just like. Both of y'all got money. Both of you look nice. <laughs> well, maybe that eliminates some of the the complexes that typically go on with the average person. Yeah, because they like come from yeah. the same You're not background worried about of like money. not being famous, but being famous adjacent. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you got money in your pocket, so maybe the young girl isn't looking for like a sugar daddy, somebody to take care of her as well. And maybe he's wanting, you know, that youth and that libation that she has. I don't know. Uh, good, good for. It. I'll be praying for him. 
<laughs> I'll be praying for them. I don't see it having a future, so let them have their fun. And who knows? Maybe they do. Yeah, maybe they get married, get divorced, split half the proceeds, make an album like Kim and Kanye. He gonna lock her up with a kid. That's what he gonna do. And then she gonna Sperm be sad. Never dies, baby. To the day we die, sperm shooting. <laughs> so, in a way of podcast going south, luckily we have not. The worst y'all can expect from us is a break here and there. Yeah. Is it that bad? Um, also, in the since we've been here last, Joe Budden fired his entire staff. Well, not his entire staff. He fired his main counterpart in on a podcast. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting because we've talked about them before and we've talked about that podcast before. Yeah, uh, I'm not necessarily a fan of, but well, I really don't like Joe Budden at all. And uh, I wasn't that big of a fan of the podcast. Uh, what's the name of it again? Um, I can't remember either. Uh, what is the name of it? I was supposed to say No, no Jumper. Um, <laughs> the Joe Budden podcast. I think so. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I want to. I mean, I understood Joe Button's relevancy and his his contributions to the culture. Joe Button is needed like a Charlemagne is needed. There are different voices like academics is needed. There are different voices that uh, push and uh, comment on the culture that regardless if you like it or not, their, their opinions matter. Joe Button is one of those people. But also with Joe Budden, apparently is just horrible at business and doesn't know how to deal with people. So we just fucked over Roy and Maul. And once when Roy and Maul, you know, finally got their own agency, their own uh, wherewithal in the situation that was the Joe Budden's podcast. And they asked for, you know, receipts, answers, you know, what was being you know brought to the table. Joe just said, fuck them. <laughs> and now Roy and Maul got their own podcast, which is called the Roy and Maul podcast. But I mean, it, it's wild to see Button go through so many avenues and so many ways of giving out his uh, opinion on the culture. And every time they just crash and burn, crash and burn. It's wild. And so here's the thing he's saying now is that him and academics are still buddies and he's low key looking at academics for a new avenue. Well, th- yeah, I think the academics and button never didn't like each other. Yeah, it was that's just what, a show and he claims that that was the problem is that Rory questioned him about his relationship with academics Bruh. and why he was still keeping in contact with him. It was just the show didn't work out. Why and, does it who, just cause he's your friend. I mean, that's and that's what button was saying. And then also said that academics doesn't have a reason to lie, even though he was slandering that man's name for years. Yeah. And that Rory sent some people to his house or something. I don't know. I got deep in this article and I was like, I guess we need to talk about this now because I've read about it enough that yeah. we need to discuss. It, but it was, if you don't, if you haven't seen the clip, it is worth looking up because it was, uh, and probably the last time Joe Budden podcast will be relevant. He just came in and was like, um, by the way, fuck you. Fuck you. None of y'all are cool. You're all fired. Bye. But he really only fired Rory. He just lit up him and Mal at the same time. Mm. Mal. Um, so I don't know. It was just really strange, and I feel like no one has anything to do right now, and so yeah. shit is just happening. And I think the the nail in the coffins once when they started their own podcast because once they was kind of getting into it a few weeks ago, I was like they'll figure it out, they'll get back together, but it didn't work out. Um, but Button isn't going to go anywhere. People are still going to listen to him. They're still going to tune in. He's yeah. still one of the most 
listen to podcasts in the urban in the urban market, whatever. His tweets really do make me laugh, and that irritates me because I don't. He's such a dick, man. He is, and but, like not in a fun way, but sometimes he really says shit in a fun way. Yeah, he he's one of those guys, and just so happened to be, you know, a, a great lyricist at one point in time that couldn't make an, a record to save his life. To save his life, for some reason today, Title decided to play me a Joe Budden song. The Universe was trying to make something happen, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Get this shit." You, I'm good. You gotta move it around. That's when you hit that skip button. Mm-hmm. You bring up another jump button if you want to. I'll <laughs> throw the whole radio out the car. <laughs> Ride around like my wife car in this motherfucker. All right, so we won't make y'all any promises this week. We just like to keep you on your toes when the next episode will come out. And who knows? Maybe somewhere out there we post every week in another reality that you can just shift to if you're that annoyed. Exactly. Just <laughs> shift. If you want a weekly episode, sit down in a star position, <laughs> take a nap, but wake up and take your ass to the other reality. We are very regular over there. Mm-hmm. Damn it. But uh, if you have you know, enjoyed this episode, please make sure to like and subscribe and shit. And uh, share. Yeah, share that and shit. And rate it. Do, do everything you're supposed to do. Support. Yeah, y'all know the rules. That's why we don't really post every week because y'all don't never, you know, show love. Y'all sit here and say, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we love the podcast. When When's the next the new episode? episode? I haven't seen an episode but in a while. But I'm not seeing the, you know, tags for the Facebook or tagging us saying, hey, Chuck said this funny shit. Go listen to the podcast. If y'all do that, then y'all motivate us. Work with us. To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know we're trying to get popping out here, but if you show us love, we'll... We'll know that people listen. <laughs> we just want to be loved, y'all. Uh, but anyways, you know what I'm saying? When you out here in these streets, whatever you do, just don't be the next meme. Holla. Ooh. Hey, hey. Raindrop. 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 Raindr